Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Ida Limon, and this is The Slowdown. I've heard an argument against the usefulness of poetry, that poetry should be allowed to be anything it wants to be, including useless. And for the most part, I tend to agree. If a poet wants to write a lyric poem that disappears in the wind or is buried in the backyard for all of eternity, that's okay. That's poetry too. And still, I do think there's something to be said for the poetry that reaches out, that attempts, and of course sometimes fails, at connecting to a larger audience. It takes work to write those poems, or to try to compose something that speaks not to one intimate person or one group, but to, let's say, all of society. That seems like a nearly impossible task. I think of the hard work of the inaugural poets, like Elizabeth Alexander, Richard Blanco, and Amanda Gorman what it must have been like to compose a poem not just for your family, your friends, your community, but for nearly 40 million people, all expecting you to reach them, to recognize their humanity in the crowd. It's enough to make anyone give up, crawl back into bed, and pass this all-too-daunting task on to anyone who might be willing to take it on themselves. But the inaugural poets of the past have risen to the challenge, and it's inspiring to see. No one, of course, can please the masses or contend with all manners of deterrents and detractors. But how awe-inspiring that they try. As Allen Ginsberg said, America, I'm putting my queer shoulder to the wheel. They put their shoulders to the wheel, America. In thinking of what it must be like to write a particular kind of public poetry, I am struck too by how long this tradition has been in existence. The bards of times past spread news, kept oral history, and in doing so, made a legacy of language. Today's poem is an exceptional example of a public poem. It is written by Francis Ellen Watkins Harper, born in 1825, an avid abolitionist and one of the first black women to be published in the United States. It's a poem that still rings true today. Songs for the People by Francis Ellen Watkins Harper Let me make the songs for the people, songs for the old and young. Songs to stir like a battle cry wherever they are sung. Not for the clashing of sabers, for carnage, nor for strife, but songs to thrill the hearts of men with more abundant life. Let me make the songs for the weary amid life's fever and fret, till hearts shall relax their tension and careworn brows forget. Let me sing for little children, before their footsteps stray 
sweet anthems of love and duty to float o'er life's highway. I would sing for the poor and aged when shadows dim their sight of the bright and restful mansions where there shall be no night. Our world, so worn and weary, needs music, pure and strong, to hush the jangle and discords of sorrow, pain, and wrong. Music to soothe all its sorrow, till war and crime shall cease, and the hearts of men grow tender, girdle the world with peace. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. And find us on Instagram and Twitter at slowdownshow. Hi, it's Major. The best way to support The Slowdown is with a monthly gift. Show your love for The Slowdown and help us plan for the future today at slowdownshow.org slash donate.